0: good morning and welcome to the markets today pre-market podcast my name is henry jennings it is monday the 30th of january and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only so please do your own research contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts ideas or insights in this podcast all right well let's kick things off as always with the scores on the doors we had the u.s market better again up only 29 points though up 0.08 of a percent to 33,978 we had a high on the dow of 215 points up and a low of 119 points down. NASDAQ up 0.95%, 109 points, 11,622. The S&P 500 up 10 points in the middle for Diddle, as is it always or nearly always up. Quarter of percent, 10 points, 4,071. The VIX index, as you would expect, with all this positivity in the market, down 1.5%. 18.5 points the spy futures showing a 12 point gain or 0.16 percent gain so we are going to see a quiet start to the week. It is going to be a big week. End of month though, don't forget, so we might have a little bit of window dressing in places. It has been a pretty good month, a pretty good month for all markets really. China reopening very much, dominating the space at the moment and US earnings of course also helping out but not being quite as bad as some thought. Uh, Last uh, week the index was up around 43 points on the ASX200, so grinding higher, Uh, nothing spectacular but it is grinding higher, which is good. European markets, slightly higher as well. Stock 600 up a quarter of a percent. FTSE unchanged, Germany up 0.1. France unchanged, Spain, well, who cares about Spain? Uh, the US 10 years, 3.507%. Two years, 4.20. The Aussie 10, at 3.56. Nearly bang in line with that US 10 year. And the US dollar index up slightly 0.8. One of a percent and we did see the Aussie dollar coming under a little bit of pressure uh, down to 7103 down to I say a 7103 still pretty strong so not a bad day for the US markets we had Apple up 1.4% Meta up 3% Google up 1.9% Microsoft pretty much flat Amazon up 3 Tesla up 11% uh, they were up wait for it, 33% in the last week. 33% in a week just shows you what happens if Elon Musk stops tweeting. And of course that does help the fact that they did have uh, their $2 million vehicle production target out as well as results, which were better than expected. So that really helping them. The other one that was uh, in the electric vehicle space, which was doing pretty well, was Lucid. Uh, They were not, uh, Tesla, not the only electric vehicle stock which surged. uh, Lucid were up more than 40% at one stage in wild trade, which puts their market cap above $20 billion. So big night for them. Uh, Netflix down 1.1%. JP Morgan and the rest of the banks in the US pretty much uh, not doing an awful lot, really. Wells Fargo, the best of the bunch, up 0.7%. Citigroup, the worst of the bunch, down 0.6%. Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was up 3.3% percent as well. As far as uh, US news goes last n- on Friday rather, we do get uh, a lot of Federal Reserve news this week. We've got the FOMC meeting, we've got Bank of England and the ECB as well. So plenty plenty going on in uh, the central bank world this week, so that'll be interesting. Looking at commodities though, we had Brent crude down 1.3% Oh $1.14. WTI down 1.1%. 86 cents. So it looks like the oil price rally has just faltered for the time being. The gold price managed to hang in relatively well down $1.90 or 0.1 of a percent. Platinum down half a percent. In other metals, copper down 1.1, nickel down 1.5, aluminium down 0.3, zinc down 1.6, lead down 0.5, ton down 3.2%. Iron ore, of course, we do have uh, Asian markets closed at the moment for Lunar New Year, but that will be ending this week. BHP in ADR terms was down 1.9%. Rio down 1%. So we are going to see some losses initially, at least, in some of those big iron ore miners. Uh, Freeport-McMoran down one4 Alcoa up one2 Tech up half a percent, Anglo down 1.1, Glencore down 0.2, Vale down 3.3, and Albemarle up only 0.8 of a percent. Obviously, that big rally in Tesla last week and their production target of 2 million vehicles a year uh, has been a real uh, tailwind for the lithium sector. Where te- Tesla goes, uh, lithium stocks do tend to go as well. They are, of course, Tesla are the bellwether really of the lithium space. Uh, We did also see um, in other news, Adani issued a 413-page reply to the Hindenburg short sale and short report that they came out with the research there. So uh, 413 pages. They said the report is calculated fraud, although um, some commentators, Bill Ackman amongst them, says the banks face too much liability exposure on the Adani deal. Looking at local news this morning, let's run through a few things. Dreadnought Capital, uh, Dreadnought Resources rather, DRE, raising fresh capital. Uh, looks like they're raising 20 million bucks at 10 cents. Shaw and Canaccord Genuity on board for that one in the newspapers this morning. IAG said it has received more than 5,000 claims across its uh, storm front in New Zealand around Auckland. So it may have to adjust some of its numbers there. Goldman Sachs said investors should expect further upside in the China growth recovery trade. And interestingly over the weekend China actually told its international students that online degrees will no longer be accepted and they have to do face to face. This could be a big kick for our local education providers, especially the universities, although they will struggle to get visas and uh, will also struggle to get accommodation. That is a very, very tight market at the moment. But good for stocks like IEL and Janison Education and the education sector generally. In the papers as well today, Blackmores could be back in fashion. It was looked at by Japanese private equity recently, but they were concerned about China. With China reopening, it could be that private equity is interested again in Blackmores, not highly traded but one to keep an eye on. Uh, the big banks, they seem to be split on the buy now pay later sector and regulation there. The government's looking at three options for the buy now pay later sector and uh, submissions have been put in place and the government is due to report back relatively soon on what they are intending to do with the buy now pay later space and of course this is not just crucial for Australia. But obviously other countries around the world which have been infiltrated by Buy Now Pay Later will see what Australia is doing and may adjust their regulations accordingly. So it could have ramifications beyond our shores. Premier Investments initiated at a buy by Bank of America. BHP Group is reviewing plans of the Mount Arthur coal mine based on New South Wales intervention. and oh, That's government intervention. Newcrest Mining downgraded to outperform from buy at CLSA. Champion Iron downgraded to outperform from buy at CLSA. APM Human Services initiated overweight at Morgan Stanley. And there is speculation the RACQ could look to divest its banking unit. Bank of Queensland could be in line as a buyer. And Dacian Gold, DCN, has put Mount Morgan Processing Plant on care and maintenance. Cost estimated at between 4 and $5 million. In other news coming out this morning... Uh, let's have a little look. What have we got? Uh, Peninsula Energy repeats Lance production restart guidance of quarter one CY23 in company presentation. That is a uranium play in the US. Argosy Minerals has reported net cash from operating activities, a loss of 0.8 of a uh, 0.8 million. Cash and cash equivalents, 36.6. Linus out with their production report. Reported uh, NDPR production of 1,045 uh, tons versus a quarter ago, 1579. Uh, total production it looks to be uh, quarter one production, total REO production, rare earth production, 4,457 REOT versus quarter ago, 3,500. Sales revenue, 232.7 quarter ago, one 63.8 cash balance, $934 million. They say the market prices have started to increase again from December in anticipation of the late January Lunar New Year holidays and the expected rebound in cons- consumption in China. Future pricing trends will depend on China's economic recovery. Mount Gibson has reported this morning Q2 total iron ore sales, 665,000 wet metric tonnes. Uh, revenue of $90 million free on board cash and investment reserves totaled $41 million. And we have also seen Oz Minerals, not that anyone really cares about Oz now except for BHP, which will be taking them out. A reported copper production for the full year, 124,065 tonnes. Guidance was 120 to 135, so a little light on in terms of guidance there uh, compared to the guidance So uh, copper production uh, uh, now guiding to 120 to 143 gold, 191 to 213,000 ounces, all in sustaining costs and cash costs also in that guidance as well. Jevoire Global has uh, reported Q4 NPAT uh, of $32.6 million. That looks like a loss, confirms RAM deposit expansion at ICO. And AdBry. Limited Deputy Chair Vanessa Guthrie has resigned. Question of the day today. Given the extraordinary share price rise in Tesla, 33% in one week, if you were looking to buy uh, Tesla, would you be looking now after the big rally or would you be happy to be a little bit patient? Certainly, looks like things have turned around big time at Tesla and CNBC commentators, of course, talking about uh, the rally in Tesla and what it means but certainly it has been extraordinary so would you be a buyer at these prices now or would you be happy to wait and see what happens well that's it from me today thanks very much for listening have a great day and as always may the trading gods be with you